Om weer te openen. Er zijn nog te veel onzekerheden, zei hij in het Kamerdebat over de coronamaatregelen. De PVV-leider wijst erop dat deskundigen verdeeld zijn en ouders en leerkrachten nog veel vragen hebben. Wilders vindt wel dat de horeca zo snel mogelijk weer open moet, omdat anders veel bedrijven dreigen om te vallen. VVD-fractieleider Dijkhoff pleitte voor een apart actieplan voor de horeca, omdat de huidige steunmaatregelen voor die sector niet voldoende zijn. Het aantal coronapatiënten op de intensive care in ons land is ook vandaag gedaald. Er liggen nu 1050 besmette mensen op de IC, 37 minder dan gisteren. Het aantal sterfgevallen in verpleeghuizen neemt fors toe, met ruim 200 tot 841. Er zijn nu in de verpleeghuizen bijna 3000 coronabesmettingen geregistreerd... en van nog eens 3400 bewoners wordt vermoed dat ze besmet zijn. Omdat de aantallen in Overijssel en Noord- en Zuid-Holland nog stijgen... blijven de huidige beperkingen voor bezoek voorlopig gehandhaafd. En de inwoners van het Limburgse dorp Herkenbos mogen nog niet naar huis. De concentratie koolmonoxide in de lucht is nog te hoog. De 4200 inwoners moesten afgelopen nacht worden geëvacueerd... omdat bij een brand in het nabijgelegen natuurgebied De Mijnweg gevaarlijk veel rook vrijkwam. Morgenmiddag wordt opnieuw bekeken of de evacuees terug naar huis mogen. Bij het blussen van de brand krijgt de brand weer hulp van Duitse collega's... en blushelikopters van Defensie. Tot slot nog het weer. Vanavond en vannacht blijft het helder... en de minimumtemperaturen liggen tussen de 5 en 10 graden. Morgen opnieuw zonnig met 19 tot 24 graden. En tot zover het Radio Nieuws. U luistert naar RTV Maastricht. I need somebody. Help. Not just anybody. Help. You know I need someone. Help. When I was younger, so much younger than today. I never needed anybody's help in any way. Now, but now these days are gone and I'm not so self-assured.
Yes, help, help me. That was help from the Beatles. Um, we're here. I'm Katinka. I'm here with Anastasia. Hello. Uh, not live on air. We're still recording this. Uh, this is still a pre-recorded radio show because we cannot enter the studio, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, for RTV Maastricht, 107.5 FM. So uh, welcome and help. <laughs> what are we going to talk about? Uh, today we're talking about um, student support. Obviously, welcome to 2020. Uh, the coronavirus is an absolute pandemic and the traditional structures of support and in, in, in infrastructure are completely gone, yeah. um, resulting in us trying to find different and new online or digital ways to support ourselves. Yeah, a lot has changed for everybody, obviously, also for students. And now we're going to look into the student support, I think, and how that's developing these days. How was it before the quarantine? How is it now, especially with the lockdown? Universities are closed and yeah, things are changing, not just the support that we get, but also the support that we need. Mm -hmm. So we have some uh, recordings of students around town uh, of their experiences and, and what's changing now. And um, yeah, we're going to look into that. Yeah, so Anastasia, obviously you're a student, so what can you tell a bit about what has changed for you in these times, now that we're in a lockdown, now that university is looking different, what changed for you personally? Yeah, yeah. yeah it, I mean, it looks very different. I'm currently writing my thesis. Um, I'm lucky uh, in that, I am lucky in that before the lockdown, I was, I was working under two coordinators, so I have two um, professors um, guiding me in my research because um, my research is connected to theirs. Um, they're publishing something at the end of the year, like I'll be finishing my thesis. Um, so with that, it was a really guided experience. We had we had meet weekly meetings. We had constant um, assignments to keep everybody on track and things like that. But with the lockdown, everything, of course, transitioned to um, Zoom and Skype meetings, which has been fine. But definitely the personal level of guidance, yeah. I feel like there's not only is there like an intellectual distance, there's now a physical distance I have to make up as a student. And that's something I've never had to do before. Um, yeah, nobody, I think. Yeah, it's completely no, new. Also nobody, for your professors, probably. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and like, not only is this um, a difficult thing to manage structurally in terms of how to manage classrooms, how to manage um, curricula, how do you how do you manage um, keeping students on track in terms of uploading assignments? How do you even manage a new kind of assignment now where things have to be online and digital? Um, but also it's also like it's a health crisis as well. Like I'm fortunate in that I have two coordinators helping me with um, with my project. Um, but one of them, um, a family member has recently passed away. So like it's one of those things where, holy shit, like this is an actual thing that is like yeah. affecting people's lives. Um, and just like once I kind of got a hold of that, I really kind of freaked out in the terms of like how apocalyptic the scope of this is it really is yeah and that like because and like i've been fortunate enough where it hasn't hit um my family closely but when this happened i was like holy holy shit like this is a real thing and it's and your family's far away as well yeah. right because you're here this yeah. is one thing to deal with in your own social life yeah. with your studies as well you see you say it's also mainly the physical distance that is so difficult um But yeah, you're from America, so I can imagine families far away. I also have family in America, which is, is the, these are the people that I'm worried about most because oh, of yeah. the way that They're America, idiots. yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> They're idiots. <laughs> to say the least. I mean, not not just the Americans, but if you see the the 
people that are, you know, their job it is to make sure that the whole country is safe and healthy. I mean, um, for me personally, there's so much doubt there. Um, yeah, so it's really different and it can get, I don't know how that was for you. Uh, for me, I it also gets a bit lonely. Mm-hmm. You can see your friends and you can talk to them on WhatsApp uh, and you know, or your professors or for me with, with my clients and students that I coach, you still see each other through a screen, but it's not the same, right? No. So it can feel a bit lonely and especially in student rooms or I also don't really have my own uh, big apartment. So living with friends in a room, yeah, that's that can get a bit, uh, a bit on your own. So yeah, let's uh, listen to uh, our next song. And then we're going to go more into how the student support used to be and what changed. And so this is me, myself and I from G-Easy. See, I just need privacy. Plus a whole lot of tree. Fuck all this modesty. I just need space to do me. Get a win what they're trying to see. A Stella Maxwell right beside of me. A Ferrari, I'm buying three. A closet of Saint Laurent. Get what I want when I want. Cause his hunger is driving me. Yeah. I just need to be alone. I just need to be at home. Understand what I'm speaking on. If time is money, I need alone. But regardless, I'll always keep keeping on. Fuck fake friends, we don't take L's, we just make M's While y'all follow, we just make trends I'm right back to work when that break ends Yeah It's just me, myself and I Solo ride until I die Cause I got me for life Got me for life strangers so get the fuck off me i'm anxious i'm trying to be cool but i may just go anxious say fuck y'all to all of y'all faces it changes though now that i'm famous everyone knows how this lifestyle is dangerous but i love it the rush is amazing celebrate nightly and everyone rages i found how to cope with my anger so i'm swimming in money swimming in liquor my liver is muddy but it's all good i'm still sipping this bubbly this shit is lovely this shit ain't random i didn't get lucky made it right here cause i'm sick with it cutty they all take the money for granted but don't want to work for it tell me now isn't it funny it's just me myself and i solo ride until i die cause i got me for life got me for life yeah. i don't need a hand to hold even when the night is cold i got that fire in my soul Having dreams that I'm folding cake All my life 
life I've been told to wait But I'ma get it now, yeah, it's no debate Yeah It's just me, myself and I Solo ride until I die Cause I got me for life Got me for life, yeah. I don't need a hand to hold Even when the night is cold I got that fire in my soul It was me, myself, and I from G-Easy. You're listening to Student Radio Maastricht here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. I am Katinka here with Anastasia. Hello. And we're talking about student support because sometimes it can feel so lonely, especially now in the lockdown, that it's just you, yourself, and you. <laughs> um, but it's not. There is support out there, but sometimes it's hard to get. Um, we have some recordings that we're going to listen to. The first one now is from Cecile. She studied at Maastricht University and uh, also but she does some more Anastasia you know everything about that <laughs> yeah um, so Cecile uh, is a member of We Care um, We Care Maastricht is a organization a student organization um, dedicated to uh, helping the the health um, and mental health of uh, victims of sexual violence um, whether that be students or uh, people who just live here and so happen to be caught in unfortunate situations um, but We Care does a lot to aid in uh, contribute I should say to the the welfare um, of students in the city I do think they're a very valuable contribution to um, different avenues in which people can find support in the ways that they need it yeah so um, they're giving support but they also themselves as an organization need support yeah uh, and that is something that she's been looking for it's been a bit difficult to find it and uh, she's going to tell us something about it we have a short recording let's listen to that my name is Cecile and I'm a member of WeCare and I'm also a student at the law faculty. Um, thank you very much for coming to SRM to be discussing these issues with us. Um, WeCare is a student-based association that uh, helps victims of uh, sexual violence. And uh, we are working with UM staff members and also other uh, students. Uh, we also work with the psychologists, the chaplain and some professors of law and psychology uh, in order to improve students' access to mental health care in the aftermath of sexual violence. Um, so our first approach with the university was to highlight the need for better mental health care at UM outside of study-related issues because we already see that there is uh, a lot of offers for workshops on stress and workload and procrastinations and such, but we would like something to be dedicated and specialized for victims of sexual violence. This is very important because a lot of studies have shown that victims do not feel comfortable to talk about their trauma unless the care is actually meant only for victims of sexual violence. Um, so this is what we called the well-being approach, uh, which is basically trying to convince UM that a proportion of the students are suffering from these issues and that they should be addressed. Uh, but we have found that, unfortunately, that it was very difficult to grab the attention on, uh, of UM on these issues and that funding was 
denied to our proposals, uh, proposals which were always designed with help of staff members and other student associations. Um, therefore, we changed to a different approach. This is with the one that I call the GPA approach. Um, so recent studies have shown that there is a strong correlation between being a victim of sexual violence on one hand and your GPA score on the other hand. So sexual violence would significantly predict a decrease in GPA and also uh, predict higher dropout rates. Uh, and it therefore establishes a connection, direct connection between sexual violence and study-related issues. So that was Cecile from WeCare talking about... I don't know just how to, how tough it can be um, as a student organization to be something that can contribute to the the student sphere at large. Well, I think it's right? not just as a student organization; it's as a as a student organization or or an organization that does not make money for the university. Yeah. Because you see, uh, for instance, Kaleido is getting a lot of funding now, a lot of support from the university. They're doing great things. Um, and I'm not saying that's not something that students might need, but if you talk about we care, I mean, students that have been raped and have psychological problems because of that, why would you not help an organization like that to yeah. get grounded, to find support, to be able to give this support? And this, I mean, it makes me really mad. It's also a bit of a personal thing, you know, why these emotions are coming up for me. Um, because I'm a student life coach. I want to coach students. I know how, ma how many difficulties students have. And for me, sometimes it's very difficult to reach them my company's not that old yet, so I still need some more exposure be because a lot of students don't know that I exist. Um, and the university up until now just refuses to do that. Uh, they want students to go to their own psychologist, which, I mean, I get. If you have that, fine. Um, but there's not enough. There's not enough time. Psychologists don't have enough of enough time. There's 30,000 students here, I think, uh, on Maastricht University only. We also have Zuid, obviously. Um, so there are so many students looking for support. And... If you can provide it for them, great. But there's too many that need help, so why not tell them, walk around the corner, there's a psychologist there. Yeah. Walk out the door, there's another workshop that you can do, not provided by university, but we've heard that it's fine, go check it out. Yeah. And like as like Cecile was talking about, the only reason they actually ended up getting any sort of resources from the university is that they had put forward information and data saying that students who struggle with mental health issues have a lower GPA, are more prone to dropping yeah. out of school, therefore will not pay as much tuition as a student who is um, fine mental health-wise. The, the, the idea that the university could be running at a negative profit margin because students are dropping out, because they have been sexually harassed and are lacking support, I, ooh, maybe that shouldn't line up like that, but realistically, that's what's happening. Yeah, as, as far, I mean, I get it. University is also a business, right? Yeah. That's just, if they want to support something, they will, somebody up there has to know how is this good for us. And the only way to prove that is by numbers. Um, so I get it. I get it. And I'm not saying that it has anything to do with the people that work there because I talk to a lot of them every week, every day. Uh, and it's only wonderful people and mm -hmm. passionate professors and teachers and student psychologists that do the best that they can. But there's something wrong in the system, Yeah, I would dare to say. And that's that's the tough thing because it's a business but it's such a personal business, yeah, right? Because we're learning, people are teaching us, people have devoted their lives to, uh, to learning about things they're passionate about and then like spreading that information and whatever. And, but it's still at the end of the day, it's, it's running on money. 
Always, yeah. Always. And that's, there's nothing that you can do about that. Uh, but you're still talking about people and people's lives. And, you know, a lot of students here are obviously not from here. So uh, international students, different lives. Well, let's just listen to a song about that. Um, and then look into, uh, after this song, a bit more about what's changing now, because a lot is changing with the lockdown. Uh, so let's see how that's going. Uh, but first, here is Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. It's my life. song for the broken hearted
Welcome back to RTV Maastricht 107.5. This is Student Radio Maastricht. I'm Anastasia and it's my life. It Ooh. is. Yeah. So um, it's our lives. Uh, the life right now we are living is one of social isolation and washing our hands a lot. Um, also, I think isolation in general, it's kind of sucked. I've kind of been having a hard time. Um, and I know that's echoed for a lot of people I've spoken to. Um and again, this is all being said in the context of the kinds of support that we can be offered as students in this city via the university, which is oh. understood to be the system in which we are living within as students. We are learning through the university and therefore expecting support. Um, uh, so earlier before we talked about support, um, kind of uh, in the discussion of we care, what is here for us, how can we get it? But of course, those systems of structure, um, I think in places are lacking. And in this certain in this uh, current crisis, those things have cracks and they've fractured. And I know we can now see how things are very, very different considering the infrastructure we once had is not the infrastructure we have now. Yeah, because we um, just talked about yeah. how it was before lockdown, yeah. right? Um, and, and the lockdown changed a lot. And this is, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. You really see, um, and that, that's not just for university, but for the whole yeah. society and the world that we live in, that, that all those cracks now kind of broke mm -hmm. uh, or didn't. You also see beautiful things coming up. Sure. Um, I want to go into a recording of Nienke. She's been in the, in the studio here with us in February, I think that was. Um, and then she talked about the support that she was not getting. Um, she's a student from Zuid, support that she was not getting. And the lockdown really changed the situation for her. So let's have a listen to what she's saying about that. Hey everybody, thanks for having me again. The corona crisis luckily didn't really affect me finishing my first year. Um, I'm now in my second year of nursing school and I only need to pass one test to finish the first year. Um, and uh, the thing is that unfortunately a few things went wrong and me passing for my last uh, exam got five months delayed. Um, and let's just call it that the thing that was happening was beyond my control. Um, but after five months, the exam commission came with a solution to help me pass my first year as quickly as possible. They gave me a different assignment, but then the corona crisis happened. Old classmates' classes and internship were stopped and some people were freaking out about the whole situation or just really enjoying the time off. Um, but my situation didn't really change. I was able to hand in my assignment online and a few days later I got the news I passed my first year. Um, so I'm really happy about it. Uh, yeah, and now I can sign myself out of my current study and um, enter next year to a different one at Maastricht University. Yeah, so that was Nienke telling, um, telling us about her adventures as a student, but now not anymore. Because she finally was able to graduate uh, because of the lockdown, I think. This is a situation that had been going on for months and months. Uh, she never got the support that she needed for her exams to, to graduate. Nobody wanted to make a new uh, or have a new exam or it's always like the these rules and nothing you can do about it. And now there was a lockdown and all of a sudden, all right, we have to get rid of as many students as we can. Um, so here, do this test or do this um exercise and now you're graduated so for her it was actually 
for her personally, obviously a positive change. But also, I think it shows that a lot can happen if you are able to or have the, the opportunity to go behind the system, maybe, or the set rules. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if we're talking about student support, that is what what's happening now a lot. Universities looking for new things. What else is out there besides our own psychologists, besides our own workshops? And they made a Facebook page, Match Master made a Facebook mm-hmm. page, Connect and Support, um, to have every everybody that has whatever support it is out there for students being able to connect to them. And I think that's wonderful. And how you, as a student, are experiencing that. Um, uh, to be honest, I haven't, I haven't seen anything from Meet Maastricht, uh, what is it, Match, Match Maastricht, Match, yeah. I will look, um, but I know that I've gotten emails from the university, um, again, like, reinforcing, um, seeking out advice from the in-between, or, like, those usual avenues with which yeah. they have already established, um, lately one thing that I've been really frazzled about is, like, the, the UM Instagram, because I know, of course, like, there's a social media team who's, like, trying to work and trying to put out content, because that's mm-hmm. what their job is, but also, like, content on instagram being like ooh, top 50 movies to watch during quarantine and it's like the matrix and titanic and like the notebook and it just it frazzles it frazzles my feathers because like i'm trying my absolute hardest to like grasp any semblance of like mind power that i have left because (laughs) i can't focus on anything i can't study in my room i have 10 people living in, in a tiny student house at any given time and like it's always constantly noisy and i can't study I'm absolutely struggling. But of course, my tutors are also living their lives and like taking care of their own families. Yeah. So it's not like I have I have consistent open office hours with them for help. Also, this is a really difficult situation for everyone. And I feel like the level at which UM social media presence is offering support for students, because I'm in a fortunate situation where I don't need to be asking for money. I know they've established this um, this fund for students who do need help um, and I don't need support in that way, but I feel like the connection between myself and like the university culture, the university support at large is completely severed. I don't feel anything like that anymore. I mean, what I keep shouting on my Instagram um, to all the students that follow me is stop watching Netflix. <laughs> that will be for one. Stop doing that because it's not helping you. Um, so, yeah, I, I can see I'm also living in a bit of a student support bubble, mm-hmm. I think. Obviously, it's what my whole company is built around, uh, having that support for students. I'm in touch with a lot of people, organizations, uh, people from the university, people from Zuid. Um, about what can we do for these students. So I see that there's a lot of support being provided. But you as a student, you don't see it or you cannot find it. So that's such a... Even on the internet now, everything's digital. So I think that's such a weird situation um, that we're in. It's there. Nobody can find it. Uh, we're going to listen to another song. And after that, um, yeah, Anastasia, I want to talk with you about what can we do about that? What should change after this lockdown uh, when we have our new lives and... Obviously, we're going to improve it all, all of us. Um, but first, a song about uh, Tom McCrill. Uh, no, a song from Tom McCrill. The future is futile. Time anymore, we've gained the 
RTV Maastricht 107.5. This is Student Radio Maastricht, and we were just listening to The Future is Futile by Tomer Crail. Yes. Yes, and Tomer, uh, he sent us a message actually on SoundCloud because he loved our show and he asked us if you wanted to play some of his music. I love this song and I asked him what it was about, so I'm just going to read to you what he sent back to me. 
And he said, so I wrote that song coming out of uni and it was a sort of mix between feeling depressed about the direction of travel the world was in and recognizing that I was being melodramatic about it in, on a personal level. So I tried to capture that in the song. It's got some genuine anxieties in there, mixed up with less serious issues and delivered in a slightly sarcastic style. And I thought that was such a beautiful message. Um, I feel that in the song as well. And I think it's, it's a feeling that we... Um, as students either in uni or especially the, the period after uni really can connect to. Um, and when you talk about support, this is also something that is really key in that you have to know where life is going. And if you don't know where life is going or you don't know what's going to happen, uh, that's a feeling that we have nowadays, I think especially, then everything just gets really tough. Uh, I don't know, yeah, you're not in Anastasia, I think uh, that you have this feeling maybe as well now. Yeah. So if we look at the, I hope, near future, so this lockdown is going to end at some point. Um, uh, I don't know if that is going to be this academic year, but in the next academic year, maybe. What should be different? Because we, we see a lot happening around student support, how it's changing, how students need different types of support. Um, yeah, and what we just mentioned that you're looking for something, but you can maybe not find it, even though it might be out there. So what do you think should change after this lockdown if we're talking about student support <laughs> so um yeah suddenly i've been hit with the realization that i am not at all prepared for my life outside of university i don't know what i want i don't know how i want to do it i don't know where i want to go um because katinka had asked me what like what's something that we could what's a lesson that we can take out of this quarantine what is a lesson that we can take from me feeling so distanced and feeling so unprepared for what i've been given i.e writing my thesis outside of like the support which i usually have yeah. um a library open office hours like places to study and things like that um and like i i i don't have those anymore and I'm not functioning well which I think is a testament to maybe I have some personal things to work on but also I think st structurally within the system I've taught myself to work exclusively and functionally the best for the system does yeah. that make sense yeah it does and I mean, I didn't want to scare you, so sorry. I'm right scared. I'm, yeah. I'm so scared. I mean, we can have a talk after, but this is also why I started... started I need the, some coaching. Yeah, well, maybe. I mean, this is why I started the student life coaching, because I see it happening a lot. Uh, and I'm sorry for your small panic attack that I might have triggered now. Uh, but And for you, it's just the studying, right? It's just you realizing now, well, without that library, I don't really function when studying or writing a paper. But... I mean, you'll have to when you graduate. And for other students, it's it's even on more levels. Like if you have anxiety or depression or a pressure or the fear of missing out, if you have those more psychological or emotional problems that you need your support with, then um, talking to a student counselor for two or three times is not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it right now. It's really like a temporary band-aid. And it's definitely not going to cut it in life. And I think that's for me what I would love to see is for all universities, I'm not just talking about Maastricht University or Zuid, but like everywhere in the world, um, to give the students that opportunity to have that personal development being part of the curriculum, but also sending students out there. Like you can talk to our student counselor. We all know that they're busy and there's not enough support that they can give to the students. So what is out there? What workshops can you do? What what extra training can you do what uh, coach or psychologist or therapist can you talk to and it doesn't have to be one from university 
And I see university reaching out now more to help from outsiders, so to say. And I would really hope that after this lockdown, um, it would more would be more of a collaboration, like working together. And I'm, I've never asked university to pay me money for this. I mean, it would be wonderful if they did, but I'm not expecting that because it's about the support for students. And if you need support, you might have to pay for that, but it's definitely going to be worth it. Um, yeah, and that's uh, <laughs> rounding up my little rampage. <laughs> uh, that's what I would love to see to just everybody that is out there to support students working together and giving them the support that they need for their specific problems or challenges in life um we have a small recording <laughs> i'm gonna let you breathe for a minute <laughs> i'm holding my breath yeah. uh, we have a recording of uh ivan i think yeah ivan 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 i'm not sure how ivan, to pronounce Russian it ivan. yeah um and we asked also asked him like how is the lockdown now do you need any more support and he had a bit of a different point of view uh, and we also asked him to introduce our next song in his um i think it's very funny it made me laugh so much but yeah let's just see how it uh, how it's going with him in this lockdown i am no longer allowed to return to vladivostok today april 20th or 21st now, 2020, I discovered something life-changing. Something important. Something that changed the way that I perceive the world. Not just the world, but the solar system, the galaxy, the universe. For me, quarantine is uh, similar to normal life. I, uh, I leave house to purchase alcohol. I love to snack. In Russia, my favorite snack is uh, vodka. <laughs> no, beer actually. Beer is food. Basically, I see my own culture being reduced into uh, little girls. And uh, frankly, I'm, uh, I'm okay with it. But mostly, mostly patriotic. Luckily, I am not in the UK. Huh? Then every Russian just random assassination. Eh? Polonium. Uh, that other shit that they put on the doorknob and you go, boop, bye-bye. Oh, with baseball player. Oh, player, baseball player. Help. This is the voice of Ivan, and you're about to hear Feeling Good by The Muse. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me And I'm feeling
News feeling good. You're listening to Student Radio Maastricht here on RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. I'm Katinka here with Anastasia. Hello again. Are you feeling good again? I'm feeling better. <laughs> some time to breathe there in this song. Um, yeah, we were talking about a bit of a hectic topic, what well, it ended up to be. So student support, we talked about it before the lockdown, how things are changing now, what the universities are trying to do to support the students still during this lockdown. And um, yeah, what we think should change now that you had some time to think about it and breathe again, Anastasia, is there anything you want to add to that? Maybe changes that you can think of, um, things that universities can do to support the students better? You know, I th I think that's difficult because I'm I'm offering this from a perspective already done well in the university system I've I've been. So I haven't really been forced to contemplate like what's wrong and what can be better. But I think right now, um, I just want, I want to feel more capable in myself. Um, I know I can write a good ass paper. Like I can do that. I'm going to write a kick ass thesis considering the circumstances, but I don't know, um, if like in a future job, someone's going to ask something of me. I don't know if I'm going to have the capabilities or the self-confidence to do those things. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, like I'm, I know part of this is like an individual and personal again, journey to find those things in myself, but also like. I, I don't have any other places to find guidance for learning those skills outside of university. And I don't think I've I found guidance for those things in university so far. Yeah. Um, and again, I can't really give you any, any cut and dry, like this is how this should be to better myself in this and this and this way. But I think there's an overall culture of like, I do okay right now, my grades are fine. I don't need any other help in any other things. It's all about the grades as well, right? As long as your grades are fine, I think nobody, uh, and that goes for university, but mm -hmm. also looking back for me at high school, as long as my grades were fine, nobody ever asked like, so how are you doing? Mm -hmm. How are things at home? Um, no, there are so many students that don't get the, the support that they need offered maybe, or somebody just telling them, go look on this page on the website mm -hmm. so you can find some extra guidance. Because as long as your grades are fine, it's good. I think that's the only way that this system 
um, offers the opportunity to teachers as well to figure out what's yeah. up with students. All right, well, let's uh, let's wrap it up then from this ep- for this episode. We have a cultural agenda. Again, it's a digital one because um, yeah, all, all cultural things are digitalized as well these days. So the first thing I want to say is um, after this episode, if you're listening now on the radio, we have a Facebook live stream. So we do that now every week with the Student Radio Maastricht, um, a live stream where we look into this topic some more and where we have a special guest. And our guest uh, this week is a very special one and I'm super excited and I cannot wait to talk to her. It's Rector Rianne Letchert. I hope that I pronounced that right. But we're going to talk to her. She's going to tell us uh, from her point of view as well, what is university doing? How are things working backstage? Because there's a lot being done, obviously, that we don't see. Uh, how they're coping with the with the lockdown and all the technicalities uh, inside of uh, Maastricht University. So I'm very curious what's going on there. Uh, we have our own project, the Corona Cribs. You know some more about that? Yep, so Corona Cribs is our current project. We have nine episodes from nine various places around the world of people talking about their homes during lockdown, their Corona Cribs. Yes. Um, but it's a very interesting thing that they, to see these experiences um, compared to one another. Um, yeah, I love the videos as well. So go check those out. You can find them on YouTube. It's hashtag Corona Cribs with a Z uh, or on our Facebook page, Student Radio Maastricht. That's where you can find all of them. Um, next week, we're going to do Landlords hashtag two because we talked about Landlords last week and we had so many people watching that show, um, the live stream as well. So many act- uh, questions being asked and there's a lot more to talk about it, I think. So Ralph is going to talk about that uh, next week. Uh, and uh, we also got a message from Master for Climate um, is organizing a pro- projection protest. Uh, they're asking for um, pictures of protest signs to be projected upon the municipal building um, as a digital protest, as everything needs to be digitalized. Uh, this will be taking place on April 24th. Um, if you have any pictures to contribute to their um, their event, uh, please go see their Facebook page. Again, Mastered for Climate. Yeah, I think they, they named the page, uh, the, the event Projection Action. Projection so Action. You should be able to find it that way. Um, yeah, and that leaves us for uh, our last song. And we have our tech here who has been here silently in the background, making sure that everything is recorded in the right way. And uh, yeah, Ralph, you really want to, to do this, right? Okay, go. I was waiting for this. Always behind the scenes. Um, yes, so first of all, thank you girls for a fantastic show. And to you, Raf. Yes, well, thank you, Raf. Um, hopefully the live stream is going well, the live stream is going to be fantastic. Looking forward to, to seeing it with the Rector Magnificus, I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah, thank you, RTU Maastricht. Thank you, Code043 for supporting us. See you guys next week or in five minutes of the live stream. And the song for you is... Stand up, Honey Bee from Final Fantasy VII Remake, because we also like gaming uh, soundtracks, and it's by a fantastic composer, Nobuo Uematsu. So, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. It can be hard, it can be bitter, but we can make it all so sweet. Here at the Honey Bee, in every moment, is a treat.
beste ouder. De huidige situatie vraagt veel van je. Om jou te helpen werkt het Nederlands Jeugdinstituut dagelijks aan betrouwbare informatie die jou en je gezin kunnen helpen. Kijk op www.nji.nl/coronavirus. Samen thuis blijven, spanningen voorkomen, thuisonderwijs, gezond blijven. Hoe doe je dat in deze tijd? Je vindt alle informatie en tips op www.nji.nl/coronavirus. Bij autobedrijf Ploemen in Meersen vertaalt onze liefde voor auto's zich al ruim 80 jaar in zorgzame service en vakmanschap. Natuurlijk hebben wij ook onze favorieten. Vandaar dat autobedrijf Ploemen gegroeid is tot de Volkswagen en Audi-specialist van de regio. Maar autoliefde kent geen grenzen, dus verwelkomen we ook elk ander merk voor onderhoud of reparatie. Welkom bij autobedrijf Ploemen aan de Ambierweg in Meersen. Like onze Facebookpagina en doe mee met leuke acties. Sorry, ik ga me niet aan het rillen. Maar ja, Pierre, me nu zin, stomme knuppel. Ik zocht dat bocht te laat. En wij gaan dat nu weer allemaal oplossen. Ja, wel die seks lenjos. Wat he? Ja, de wetswaarde van Valkenberg. Moes autoschade. Ja, nee, dat maakt de auto toch weer als nu? Met vier jaar fokwaargarantie en een gratis leanauto. Ja, maar mijn moer dan, Pierre. Ja, en wat wordt dat nummer ook alweer van Moes autoschade? 043-609-09-09. Zeg, Pierre. Ja, jongens. Als je toch top bent, dan loten de bullen zo ook even hoe Doe niet dat ook dan, hè? U luistert naar RTV Maastricht. 87.5 op de kabel, 107.5 in de ether. Dit is Jarco Meurs met het Radio Nieuws. Een meerderheid van de partijen in de Tweede Kamer roept het kabinet op... om naast medische adviseurs ook andere deskundigen te raadplegen over de coronacrisis Omdat wordt gekeken naar mogelijkheden om de lockdown te versoepelen... komen niet alleen medische vraagstukken op tafel, al dus de Kamer. In het debat over de coronacrisis stelde VVD-fractieleider Dijkhoff voor... om een extra adviesgroep in het leven te roepen... met deskundigen uit de ethiek, economie en ordehandhaving. Het voorstel kan rekenen op een meerderheid. 